Hello everybody and welcome back to the Footy Casuals. We are back after a small break, but it's like if we never left because we kind of spaced out the the podcast episodes in a way, so they're they're barely like kind of going up at the moment. So be sure to check us out if you haven't checked us out on our league tables on Bundesliga, Serie A, uh, La Liga, and Liga. But yeah, so be sure to check those out. But hello, Brian. How are you doing? I am doing very well. I'm excited for all the windows to be over and for just to start watching some football, see where some teams are at now. Because we're going to start getting a good idea of where, like, where teams are ranking. Obviously, we're already like a couple games deep in some leagues, so we do know a little bit. But just excited for everything to be over and just to actually watch football and talk about football. And we can even talk about like the winners and stuff. So yeah, very excited. Well, I was going to say as of today, all windows are closed. I believe that yep. the Turkish league and the Saudi league closed today. So yeah, every, Saudi closed today. every window is closed at the moment. So nobody's going anywhere for another three months. So, yeah. Yeah, and so you might be able to see this part like you might see this as a boring part of the season because like all the transfer stuff always gets a little exciting, but it's a little calming, and I feel like we needed it at some point. Like, yes, it is good to have some transfer stuff going on, but like at some point, I just want to see like teams start to gel and see how they're actually doing. Too. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, you're not wrong about that because I feel even then like the January transfer window is always so lackluster. It's always kind of. It's always kind of dead in a way compared to the summer transfer window, but yeah. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. You don't really see any big names get signed in the in the, in the winter window usually, unless like teams really need it or they couldn't get a player in summer and they had to like wait until January. But yeah. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. I feel like this summer window is like I'm. I'll personally say it was one of the more exciting ones, just because of like so much movement going on. Like literally, like every league. It's not even just like a couple leagues. Like everybody was going everywhere this time around. So I feel like kind of made it a little bit more exciting. So we'll see how the January one comes, but definitely this one was probably gonna be more exciting. Oh yeah, but I have a feeling that I'm gonna make a prediction. It might be right. It might be wrong, but. I feel like Mohamed Salah is going to leave in January transfer window. I literally, like, I kid you not, I had that same exact thought. And not because, like, so I feel like with his situation, it's kind of weird. Like, he's getting offered so much money, and then it's, like, to a place where kind of, like, his origins, how would I say kind it? of? Like, so yeah, from, his origin, yeah, his beliefs fit yeah. everything there. Yeah, he's from so Egypt, like, so he'll fit in well in Saudi Arabia. It literally like a perfect scenario for him. The yeah. only like, the only thing I guess that would stop him would be like Liverpool not wanting him to go and like trying to convince him heavy to stay. But I genuinely can't see it. I mean, I'm hearing a bunch of mixed reports that like I guess at like after he got um. After he got, like, offered a deal that um, he had said that he never wanted to leave, like, at all. But I'm just, like, I'm hearing other reports, too, that he did want to leave. And, that like, so much stuff. So I'm just, like, I don't know. But I genuinely think he'll leave. I I don't think. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I heard that supposedly he got a medical done. I don't know if that's true or not. But supposedly I heard that he went in for a medical, but the deal never went through. I don't know how true that is, but that's pretty huge. I just feel that. 
if they had approached Liverpool just one, maybe two weeks sooner, he would have been gone. Because 150 mil. You're not wrong. Yeah, 150 mil for a player like his age. Because he's like, I think, 31 or 32. Like, he's still really yeah. good. But for his age, his price tag is nowhere near 150 mil. So it'd be dumb of them well, not to sell for that. Well, I were he- I was hearing that they were trying to make him the most expensive player in Saudi. So like on t- like over Ronaldo, which is crazy to think about. Oh, I think just I like how oh, yeah, how big of an influence Ronaldo has. But like that alone like tells you how much they were willing to spend. And like if you get offered that type of money, I don't know who you are, or what you are doing, but. You gotta take that money. Like I'm, I'm just. I, maybe it's it's my perspective of not having money like that. But I'm just like you just gotta take the money. It's just so hard to not do it because yeah. that's just generational wealth there. I mean, even then, he already accomplished everything with Liverpool, so there's nothing left to like fight for. He already yeah. won everything there was to win. You know, he's won the Community Shield, the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup, the Champions League, the Premier League. Honestly, he doesn't really have anything left to compete for in a way so you know like i feel like it's a good point for him to walk away um and you yeah and you can also see it as the way like if he doesn't feel that they'll be competitive enough to be or yeah to like compete against man city or like basically win the prem then he'll just be like you know like it's over like if i can't win the prem this year that like say the only reason he wants to stay is because he wants to win the prem or he feels comfortable if he doesn't feel comfortable, it's literally like the perfect reason to go. And just like you, like you said, you're like I already accomplished it all. I feel like I'm not gonna do it again, and it is what it is. Just move. Yeah, exactly. And, it's, and especially right now, because a lot of people are actually taking the money route. So literally, like I feel like if you were to go now, it would take away a lot of the hate that like I feel like he would get if it was another window where it was just him by himself. But like, I think all this Saudi movement that's going on now is going to like pave a way. So like in the next couple windows, it's not going to be so crazy when you see somebody go to Saudi. That's like that caliber of a player, if that makes sense. Yeah, not wrong. I mean, they have the financial capabilities to do this for a long time. So I'm sure it'll keep going and it won't be so crazy anymore at that point. But, um, but yeah, um, I mean, we'll see what happens with him, but I feel like he, he'll go i feel like even liverpool fans like as grateful as they are for him having him on board they know that him being gone for 150 million does huge wonders i mean you gotta think back to when they sold coutinho for like around that amount of money and then they were able to bring in allison and um allison and and virgil van dyke which eventually led them to win a bunch of silverware so sometimes it's for the good you know sell while you can well sell while they're high you know and then Pretty much, so we'll see what happens with yeah. that. But I wouldn't be against it. Like, obviously, like I am, like not, like uh, also I am a Liverpool supporter, so I feel like yeah. it's a good time. Like he he played his um his he played his cards. His time came. It's time went. Just like all the previous players that just left this past window, you know, like like Firmino and then Mon and the one before. It's just sometimes when um you've uh you've done. You've out, not outlived your purpose, but once you've accomplished what you've accomplished, like it's okay and it's like ready in time for you to go. So, yeah. So I think, yeah, I and, think I'm, it'd be and cool. I'm and I'm sure like even you being like a Liverpool fan, like obviously you're more of a Real Madrid fan, but like you being a Liverpool fan will understand that like this is not their best team they've ever put out there. So like him like 
leaving and getting all that money back and getting like a different start or like a little fresher start bringing in some different players kind of will be like a good little mix like i know obviously like say he leaves obviously it's a big like hole to fill like you may not be as competitive but like it just sets you up for the future kind of where it's kind of like not a rebuild type of thing but it's just like i feel like the team they have now is just could be so much better and they just need a couple like a little bit of money to be able to spend so i think they'll be good though regardless either way yeah no well you said it right i mean I feel like they already are doing that now because everybody, they've kind of gotten young, you know, like they pretty much got yeah. rid of all the older guys. I mean, the, like, all their, all their new players are somewhat young. They're, they're going to attack. Yeah. Like, the attacking players are all, like, uh, young guys. So they're, like, moving forward. So I feel like, confident. Like, even if they, they could have sold them now, like, if they had, like, um, yeah, they could have. Yeah. If they had, like, Jota, Nunez, and uh, Diaz, I feel like that's a good front three to begin with. But, um, with that money, they could sign somebody else because they mostly got a lot of their older players out the door. They, the only ones left that I can think of is is Tiago and um and like they signed Endo, who's like thirty, which isn't too bad. But yeah, he's up there a bit. But most of the rest of the guys yeah. are pretty much. I mean, and Virgil too. But most of the guys are kind of young, so it, it's good. It's looking good for them. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I think it'd be good. I don't know what they do with that money, but um, I, I hear some people are saying, but I mean, it's just not gonna happen. Supposedly sell him or like ask for a little bit more i've seen a couple people say yeah ask a little bit more for him like close to 200 then go all in for mbappe but i was like that's not gonna happen (laughs) i just well at the end of the day there it's it's always gonna be rumors like everyone's gonna everyone's gonna want to say who they want but like ultimately we kind of know what's realistic and what's not like obviously everyone's gonna be like oh yeah they're gonna ask for more money and go to or get um mbappe but like you got you got to remember that Mbappe is gonna make his decision when he wants to make his decision. So. Yeah, exactly. Just like how they had the money for Chumeni and um, and Jude Bellingham, but in the end they went to Real Madrid. So it just comes down to where they want to go, like and what they want to do. So that's just how it is yeah. nowadays. Yeah. yeah, and speaking about Mbappe, right? He is officially a PSG member. <laughs> Yeah, Still a today. part of the club. Exactly. What are your thoughts? Man, what are your thoughts? Crazy. I don't. So I'm just gonna say this right now because I don't want this to be turned into the turtle podcast. So um, <laughs> yeah. So um, where we constantly talk about it. it was a transfer window and there's rumors left and right. But so we talked about it. But um, from here on, unless it has to do competitively or he finds himself in some crazy situation, we probably won't really address him as much as we were before, you know, so this probably will be, like, the last yeah. take or last, like, uh, bit of info that we kind of just talk about this guy. But, um, yeah, yeah. so as of today, our, our us recording September 7, 2023, he is officially still a PSG player. Um, so he didn't end up going to Madrid. He ended up staying. Madrid never put in a bid. Um... He ended up staying. He said he wanted to stay, and Madrid never put in a bid, so who knows. But I feel like after last time when they kind of made themselves look like a fool, they didn't want to really bite on it, and it'd be for nothing. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, um, I don't know. It's kind of tough, so it's kind of interesting. I had, like, a lot. It's funny because so we, like, we have busy schedules. Like, our schedules differ from time to time. Sometimes we can't really yeah. record at the time. But it's funny because I had this, like, written out like before the transfer window ended 
that's funny. So I'm gonna read it out, and then we can talk about yeah, it go for and it. other stuff. So, okay, so I said, Mbappe returning to the first team, which he did. He came back to the first team, so he didn't play that first game against Lorient, which they went yeah. on to draw, and you could tell that they're missing him big time. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't yeah, play that game. Tell. Yeah, you could definitely can tell, hundred percent. Um. But yeah, so he returned to the first first team at the time. We didn't know what that meant. So I said, one, he's resigning and staying uh, after all. Uh, did this all for money. But it doesn't make sense as he turned down Saudi unless he cares about money but doesn't want to be in Saudi. You know, this is what I was thinking, you know. And yeah. I don't know. Because think about it. So in your opinion, let's say that you're Mbappe. Would you want to make, let's say... 300 mil a year playing in Paris or make 750 mil playing in Saudi Arabia? Does that make sense? Like, if you think yeah. about it... Dude, like, I'm, you know, I'm taking the 700 mil any day. Really? Okay. See, That's, I'm, I'm honestly taking that, like... Well, this is... I'm thinking about it from the perspective that he's chasing money. Yeah. Like, money. If I'm chasing money, I'm taking the 700 mil... One year, because you got to remember, this is a one-year deal. Yeah. One year, take the seven hundred mil, go anywhere you want. You want to go back to France, go back to France. You just got yourself seven hundred mil, and you're back in France in one year. Yeah. Literally that easy. That's how I see it. True. You're not wrong there. Yeah, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, if he wants money, why would he stay? Why would he resign? Why wouldn't he just go to Saudi? And the only thing that I could think of is that maybe he wants more money from PSG and he wants to yeah. stay in France because I see it as some people may not want to live in Saudi and would rather be elsewhere. So I see it as someone's like, okay, well, if I'm making like 300, 400, maybe 500 mil playing in Paris, yeah. it's still pretty good money compared to the yeah. 750 or 725 that they're offering in Saudi for the year. So at the end of the day, he's yeah. probably like, I just want to live comfortable in a good place where I make way more money than I was before. Like, is it like as a negotiating yeah. chip kind of like, like just give no, me more I'm money gonna, and I'll stay. Yeah. And it'll end up being a win win if that were to happen. Like if you were to get that to happen, oh, yeah. I was like, if he wants to stay in France, you stay in France, you get all that money. Boom. Like you're yeah. literally set for what you want to do. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. So that was one of my thoughts there, but I was like, but he turned down that money. Yeah. So I don't know what he's thinking. So that it just throws me off. So then I put two, He's resigning with the sell clause in France, but those are illegal in France. And I said, unless it's a verbal one, but can you really trust yeah. PSG to honor that agreement? We kind of touched up on that. It's funny because I, I listened through like a yeah. like a podcast that we talked about Liga and about how they could say whatever they want. I mean, they could in the end have the final Literally. decision about what happens. Like, like oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, we'll agree if you resign, we agree to let you go to Madrid 100 percent this next season. Like handshake, it's done. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen, you know, but they could just go against it because there's no literal clause in that contract that says you have obligation to sell to Real Madrid because that doesn't exist. I guess in France, there are no, um, there are no like, um, buy clauses or sell on clauses or stuff, something like that. In, the, yeah. in those words, I don't know, man. I don't know why it's, it's, it's okay everywhere else, but not in France. It doesn't make no sense. So that's yeah. a strange one to me. Um, not wrong. Yeah, so that's what I had thought. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he could trust PSG if they were to say that? Like, all right, we'll sell you for sure if you resign. We just don't want you to go for free. 
I do not think you can trust them just based off what has happened recently. But at the same time, like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what this dude wants. I don't even know if he cares. Like, if they were, I feel like they're just going to try to keep, like, finessing him into a way where he has to resign and they end up just, like, I don't want to say holding him hostage, like, in that yeah, term, well, yeah. in that sense, but basically, like, holding him hostage. And that yeah. that's just how it's going to happen. That's how, like, those, or that's how that club in particular is run. It's it's shown, like, with other players, like, with them trying to keep, like, Neymar and, like, obviously trying to just throw money at Messi. Surprisingly, like, crazy enough that Messi got out of that situation. I thought, honestly, I thought he was going to be stuck there for a little while, too. But, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe maybe Mbappe is the one, like, sticking himself in that situation. Yeah. But I I personally think if he resigns, he is going to stay there for a while. And yeah. I don't think – I think after this, what just happened right now, I'm not sure if – Madrid fans, or if Madrid themselves are willing to deal with him going next, next, um, what's it called? Next summer. Yeah. Because just like, I don't know if they're just gonna have faith if they know how PSG negotiates. I don't know if they're just gonna be willing to just pass up on a bunch of players because they've passed on so much players, and I'm sure we'll touch up on it later in this podcast. But like, I don't know if you can just keep putting everything on hold for Mbappe and for a situation that is so uncertain because that situation changes every like three minutes. And now like it's to the point where you just take everything with a grain of salt. Like I don't even, I see news about it. I'm just like, look, don't even care about it no more. But I personally think he'll just get stuck there. I think he's going to keep resigning. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. That's why I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what he wants. I don't know what he's thinking. Cause all of this is just a huge mess, and you just you just don't know what's going on. You know, you just like I just can't understand what he's trying to do. You know, but um. No, thinking yeah. thinking back on it, like now that you've said it, I can see it being a negotiation tactic. But I just don't know what kind of negotiation tactic that is. Like, I'm sure if he, I'm sure if he wanted money, he could go up to them and say, "I want more money," and they'll give it to him. Yeah. Like, not even kidding. True. So then, like, from that perspective, I'm just like. Is it a negotiation tactic? Because I'm like, I'm sure if he wants it, they'll they'll give it to him. Yeah. I was like, I don't see why they wouldn't give it to him. They've already thrown so much money at him anyway. So I'm just like, I'm sure it. a couple. Yeah, I was like, I'm sure a couple million more won't hurt. They got, they I mean, they got the pockets for it. So yeah. I was just like, they can give him whatever it is he wants. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's an interesting one that I'm definitely not gonna lie. I'm very excited for it to be over <laughs> and. Just hope we don't talk about it ever again. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> it, it was definitely one that was, like, winding my head up a bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, like, you're saying about the negotiation tactic. I feel like he just doesn't want to put that out there. He doesn't want to be known. Because I'm sure he doesn't want to be seen as the guy who's just chasing money. Which yeah. Which is why he turned down yeah, Saudi. But he doesn't want He is that, but he doesn't want to turn it down. Like, he, no, he is that, but he doesn't want to be seen in that light. So... If it comes out like oh Mbappe like requested um no demanded he'd be paid five hundred million and he'll resign like yeah. like a lifetime contract you know like I'm sure that, yeah I know like, what you mean the, it, the the press and like the internet everybody would just like tear him apart just for that alone because that's just crazy you know I can already see the the headline yeah. now like M PayPal back at it again with <laughs> more money the new contract but um yeah. So the last 
point I had on here, um, which is looking likely in a way because this did kind of happen. And uh, th- yeah. I don't know, this is before the window closed, before like it looked like it was said and something like he was going to stay. So I had this written down and I thought it could happen, but I don't know if it's copium or if it's what. Yeah. But so I put, he's giving up his loyalty bonus in order for PSG to make back money and allow him to leave for free. Um, because one thing they had said, I don't know if you remember if the news article saying yeah. that PSG told him that they can't let him leave for free because then they'll have to fire staff and they'll go yeah. FF, FFP and this and that. And then I was like, what happened to the summer that they they bought Neymar for like 225 or 250 I forget how much the number was. When they made him like the, the world record price, right? And then they loaned in Mbappe that same the, that same window. I know it was like a buy clause for the next summer to avoid FF, yeah. FFP. But I was like, that window alone, I'm like, they paid like how like a stupid amount for Neymar. And they weren't worried about FFP then, you know? But now they're over yeah. here like doing um what is it like they're, they're trying to guilt trip him like if you leave on a free we're gonna have to fire all these people all these people yeah. all these people that you know that you've seen at the club for a while we're gonna have to fire the 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 chefs the you know like the the, <laughs> the, ki- chef, the, the yeah. chefs the kit man the like uh, the ball boys yeah the ball <laughs> boys the uh the pitch caretaker we're gonna have to fire all these guys man i don't know if you if you leave on a free we're gonna have to do it like what kind of tactic is that like imagine that yeah we're gonna we're gonna have to lay off a lot of people man if you if you leave on a free we need that money like what happened to all that oil money and it's crazy because it's not something that happens to be honest (laughs) i can i can like actually see it like that being true what like them, them literally like trying to guilt trip them like that. You're just like, you know, like all these people are gonna have to go because like you you're just taking all this money. Oh, I know, like yeah. you, you want to leave and you want to take all this money. So it's just like all these people that you used to love and like that took care of you. They're like they're all, they're all gonna be jobless, buddy. <laughs> like <laughs> it yeah. is what it is. Exactly. But then what? Like so I'm just like I guess in his perspective, but I I don't see it being that way. I I mean. The, if I was a Madrid fan, I would hope it was that way. But I like yeah. being a non-Madrid fan. I don't think it's that way. Exactly. I don't know. That's just me personally. Yeah. No. But yeah. So then, as, so as I said, he's given up his loyalty bonus in order for PSG to make back money and allow him to leave for free. Yeah. I said if the last thing I said is true, he will get a huge signing bonus if he signs with Madrid. So sacrificing loyalty bonus is worth it in the long run. And as I can't see him wanting to stay if they couldn't win the UCL with Messi, Neymar, and uh, and and well, and himself obviously they won't with yeah. this team. Um, so obviously I don't know if you know, but whenever a player signs on a free, they get a fat signing bonus, and so does the agent. Yeah. So does the agent. They get like a big signing bonus, like for basically yeah. it's like thank you for coming on a free. So instead of yeah. the club making getting that money, the player gets that money. So it's just big. So yeah, yeah so that's how it comes down to. It. So whenever you they buy a player, the signing on bonus and the agent fees aren't as much as opposed to when you come on a free. Like that's when it's like a lot. And I don't yeah. remember the number, but I could have swore I saw three hundred mil for Mbappe, like around there. Like if he signs on a free, something something, something like yeah. those numbers, like for real yeah. supposedly. Because supposedly they have a. They have an agreement in place. I don't know. I don't. 
I'm not. Yeah, I don't. Buy, I don't. Though. I don't buy that shit. But yeah, supposedly. Um, yeah, but. Yeah. I I I always seen it as like the whole time I was just like you know I was like he's gonna just end up turning everything down, go to Madrid on a free, and then like everything's gonna work itself out, and like he's gonna save Madrid money that way. But I'm starting to just like. I don't think it's yeah. gonna happen anymore. Like I feel like, I feel like if your dream was to go to Madrid, you're going to Madrid regardless if you want to get that money or not. Like he's that caliber of a player where regardless if they buy anybody else, I think he could carry them to a UCL and yeah. like win everything there. So like that shouldn't be a problem. And doing it this year instead of next year, like I don't know. I just think too much was like available that turned down that like. It's just gonna happen, but it is what it is. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, so I don't know because I felt like the team that they that they built with like Messi and all that. Like I felt like it's a pretty strong team that yeah. they could have competed with, but they didn't make it past like the round of sixteen. I think if I'm not wrong. No, I, they didn't. Yeah, because I believe they got knocked down the round of sixteen both years. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. What they're gonna do? One of those years might have been the, the quarterfinals, but I'm pretty sure they're both the round of sixteen. But um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can't with a team like that. How are you gonna do it with the team they have now? So they brought in all these new signings and stuff like that, and it's cool and all. But um, they always demolish the the league on and all that stuff. But I don't know. I just don't think that this new team is gonna be able to like compete and um, you know, like win you know what i mean like i mean i mean the only way i see them winning is like and outperforming the last team is just thinking about it as the last team was like a cancerous locker room like everybody hated each other yeah so like i can see that being a, a reason why they why they didn't succeed because obviously there was those rumors that like messi and um, neymar were always together but they were never with mbappe or like they would always hang out themselves and like the whole team would hang out elsewhere. So like maybe they didn't get along and it was just like a locker room thing where like it was just never going to get situated. Yeah. And like maybe now that they have all these different players and they're just all hungry to win, I mean, maybe I, I, that's like a small percent chance in my head, but I also don't see them outperform or like, yeah, outperforming the other team they had. I mean, if they did, I still don't see them, like, winning the Champions League or anything. Or, like, honestly, even contending for it, which is kind yeah. of, like, I don't even think a question anymore. Like, I don't I don't think they'll contend because their team isn't that crazy. And, I mean, they haven't shown anything that shows they're going to make a huge push. So, like, I'm not really convinced in a way compared to all the other teams, obviously. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, it's I feel like it's just something we're just going to have to wait and see. But... I think it's just going to be another year of just winning the league like always, and that's about it. Yeah, I'll say because, I mean, they've won the league many times. I mean, I'm sure he's not dying to win the yeah. league on for, like, 20 years straight. Like, I mean, what's the fun in that? But, I mean, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, the new team they got, I mean, it's interesting. Like, I noticed that they did kind of learn their lesson and kind of go for these big, huge money transfers, like for these older players, yeah. like when they brought in Neymar and um, like yeah, Messi and wrong. stuff like that. Because a lot of the guys they bought, like, are really young guys. Like, they went young. Like, they went for, like, young, promising kind of players with the future. Yeah. 
which is good and all, but like you just gotta hope that they gel well and that they develop the way you expect them to. You know, otherwise, then it doesn't pan out the way you hope. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And their formation that they've been running is kind of weird. So like, the, uh, Mbappe supposedly hates playing striker, which is crazy because he's oh, yeah. so good at it. <laughs> it's just it blows my <laughs> mind, man. It's just yeah. oh, I just don't understand it at all. Like you're good at this position and you won't play it. I don't get it. Yeah. But yeah, so he loves playing the left wing. He hates playing striker. Um, so yeah, um, but he's been playing left wing, and then Dembele's been playing right wing. But the weird yeah. thing is, they've been playing Asensio at striker. Well, they've been playing a false nine, I suppose, because Asensio is not capable of playing a striker. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is weird because, I mean, Asensio always played... Uh, like on the wing or as a cam with Madrid. I, I mean, I guess like a center forward is just a little bit above, like a little bit higher as a cam. But I mean, yeah. it's working now for now. But I just don't think you'll be able to compete in the Champions League against other teams with a lineup like that. Like Asensio's not a striker, you know, yeah, so yeah. he's not gonna be able to be prolific in that way. What? Well, they did just get three strikers though. They got uh, what's it called? Gonzalo they got Colomani, yeah, Costello yeah. Ramos and Dembele. So I mean, yeah, never know. I mean, one of them could just start performing like crazy out of nowhere, and maybe it'll just take a shift. I don't think so, but I mean, it's it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, they did go. They if if his wish was really like that, could also be something too. Like, say he wasn't comfortable with his role, like he wanted it run his way. If he really wanted to play wing, they that's probably why they got all these strikers to throw him back at the wing and they just have strikers up front for him. I'm not sure, but I mean, definitely could be something because getting three strikers randomly definitely is for a reason. It's not something you just do just to do. So probably has something to do with um, Mbappe going back to winger. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you're not wrong about that. But even then, they're not even playing like – Honestly, I think this comes down to like uh, Luis Enrique's kind of like personal bias. Like he was a Spain yeah. coach, and I'm sure he loves his countrymen, and he likes Asensio, so he's picking them to play like center forward. But they bought him to yeah. play the wing, you know, at most maybe yeah. they can, but to play as a false nine striker just doesn't make any sense when you paid yeah. so much for two strikers, you know, and. One of the big things yeah. that I thought I thought for sure Mbappe was out the door because of some of the players that they had. So they have a ton of forwards like on, on the books, but one of the oh, big, I know. one of the big ones is so they bought Randall Colomani for like I forget how much they bought him for that. They bought him for a wasn't ton. like wasn't like ninety five or something like that for for uh, Colomani. Um, yeah, let me see. It was. They bought it's him for like yeah, nine, yeah, it is 90. 95, 95, yeah. uh, 95 million euros. And then they brought in Gonzalo Ramos. It's on loan, supposedly, for now, I think, for the MVP. Yeah. But it's like a buy clause, and I think it's 70. Oh, I might be wrong. Yeah. I think it's 70 mil. But they're basically going to spend 160 mil on two strikers, and neither of them are yeah. going to play. And then on top of that, um, they still have the young striker that they bought last year, um, uh, Hugo Ekitike, Ek- Ek- yeah. I, I don't know if yeah. I pronounced that right from, he bought, they bought them from Rams, and, um, he's, like, yeah. a promising striker, so one big thing that I thought he was gonna go was that West Ham tried to loan him in, and I don't know if they had a buy option or not, but they refused yeah. to loan him out, 
But that doesn't make sense. If they bought Colomwani, Gonzalo Ramos, and they're not even playing Mbappe at striker, and they're not even playing either of those guys at striker, they're playing um, they're playing Asensio, then why they yeah. refuse the loan, you know? Which makes no sense. Because yeah. now they have four strikers, and Ekiteke is going to just rot on the bench. He's not even on the bench. He's not even making the bench. Yeah. So he's just, like, rotting in the reserves, like, I don't know if he's, I don't know if PSG have a B team and if he's playing on the B team or what. I don't I don't think so. I'm sure they do, but I don't think he's playing games for them. Um, yeah. Yeah, because um he wasn't even in the he wasn't even on the bench for the Leon game. He was for like the Lons game, but he mm-hmm. wasn't for this past game and he's not injured or anything like that. So it just doesn't make no sense to me what they're doing and he ended up staying and they're not even using my striker, you know. So I don't understand that at all. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of questionable moves over there. I mean, I think they are trying to just throw. In a way, I feel like they were just trying to throw a little bit of money, not to make like a big splash purchase, but like to try to, to try to make it seem like they were recovering from the Messi loss, and then the Neymar potentially leaving, probably leaving like most positively, like not being there, and then. Obviously, like some of their other losses, like Verratti's not coming back. So I feel like they're just trying to trying to throw money to be like, oh, like we're still good, we're still gonna compete, but not like not not doing it in a in the best of ways. But I mean, better than what they did before. Like obviously, those other players just like too much money for no reason, just because they're stars. So yeah. But I think in like in a similar way, they're literally doing exactly what they did with Messi and Neymar, just trying to like have their fan base be like, oh, no, like, just because we lost these players and we're giving up, like, let's just throw a couple more millions here and there and, like, we're back to normal. Yeah. I get what you mean. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense, like, to spend that much on the strikers and not to play them. That's why it's just crazy. Like, can you imagine spending, like, 170 mil on two strikers and then just to bench one of them? It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Oh, as a Chelsea fan, I can. Oh, you're like, oh <laughs> I mean, you say that, but you don't have striker depth, so you yeah, can't you, say that. No, no. <laughs> you can't say no, that. I'm actually. just talking about, like, main players sit on the bench. I was like, I can definitely relate to that. Oh, yeah, man. You got, like, a million midfielders and can't fit half of them on the on the, on the the pitch. But, yeah, you're not wrong about that one. Yeah, uh, nah, but it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. But uh, to end off on that, um, basically... There, so if he did end up sacrificing that loyalty bonus, so I think he ended up giving back like a hundred mil in, in loyalty bonuses. Yeah. But so that says he's going to leave on a free ride and he's going to join in the summer. Yeah. But I don't know because supposedly that he did that to get back into the team, but supposedly he said yeah. that he's okay with rotting on the bench for the whole season. And I'm like, really? And. Yeah. So much for that, because that didn't happen. He just only sat out one game. But it's funny, because that, oh, that was the game that they drew, yeah. that they drew with Lorient, like, nil-nil. And then the next game, when they brought him in off the bench. Against, yeah, he, like, scored right away. Toulouse, yeah, he scored to, like, um, he scored and he, he got them the lead. But then, obviously, they tied yeah. the deal to Toulouse. But um, it's just funny that they need him, and they know that they need him, but yet they're trying to play hardball. And I'm like, you can't bench him, like, you did yeah. uh, like other players, and then get like the effects you want. Like you're not gonna get that at all, and yeah. it's kind of costing a bit. Like I know there's still plenty of season, but now 
they're in second, you know, instead of like they they're usually like you know what like leading the league and destroying everybody. So they'd be at the top of the league comfortably with like twelve points, but instead they're eight and they're in second. I mean that's still okay, but for PSG standards, I would assume you would want yeah. to be in the lead considering after all the money you spent. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so he gave up that loyalty bonus. So I don't know. It just it sounds like it makes sense, right? But then. All that just to not come in the summertime? I don't know. This whole situation no, is just this whole situation is just a headache. And then uh, after the twenty two season, I'm just like, I don't care if it's like, I don't care if it's like June thirty first. I will not be yeah. at ease until like it's July first, and he's like a free <laughs> agent, and he's like officially yeah. a free agent, and like, um, like there's nothing PSG can do until then. I'm not going to be at yeah. ease pretty much because last time he literally resigned last minute, you know, I don't know. Cause yeah. supposedly that, um, uh, that the owners of, um, of, uh, PSG are tired of him and they want him gone and this and that, like the Qataris that they want him gone, but yeah, no, know. they're not going to do that. Yeah. I don't know. That, they know, they know better than to do that. Yeah, but supposedly that they have the rest of the summer to convince him, so I don't know. I just can't be bothered, man. All I say is I just want to be frozen and someone wake me when it's July 1st so that way I don't have to be anxious for a whole <laughs> season. It's not looking good for Madrid. <laughs> it's not looking good for Madrid anyway, so just all my sports teams aren't looking good, so just freeze me and wake me in a year and let me know how it went. Um <laughs> Yeah. I was like, well, on that note, I think that is a perfect time to, like, get off this topic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's to wrap it up. That's to wrap that yeah, up. We, I just want to we say. need to stop giving him so much attention because it's just, like, the, all this saga that keeps going on, like, it, it's enough to the point where, like, I just don't even want to talk about it no more. So, yeah. it is what it is. But I was going to say, on the other hand, there was a lot, a lot of movement this window. Like, in your opinion, because I definitely got, obviously, some winners, some losers. But, like, is there any that shocked you? Like, um, it doesn't matter if it was, like, the Saudi or, like, somewhere else. Was there, there any that, like, really called out to you? Um, I mean, I would say, I guess, Tottenham. I mean, they sold Harry Kane. And yet, they're yeah. doing better than when they had him. So, I'm just shocked that they're doing what they're doing, you know? Like, they are, you know, like, in the top. After four games, they're doing pretty good. I mean, they almost have a perfect 12 points. If it wasn't for that draw, I believe, against um, I don't I think they drew twice. I was like, unless like, it was a draw against yeah. Man United. No, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, they're doing I'm... crazy good. I don't want to. I think they tied against us, did they not? No, 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 no. We haven't played Chelsea. I mean, you guys haven't played Tottenham yet. No, no, yeah, the draw was against. Oh, oh no, no, we tied, we tied against. The Liverpool. draw was against Fulham, actually. Never mind. They lost. They beat uh, United. So. Um, yeah. 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 There you go. You know, the draw was against uh, Fulham, which is crazy. The they draw yeah. points against Fulham. If not, they'd be on a perfect twelve points. You know, right behind City on yeah. goal difference, but. Uh, but it is what it is. And and Sun's off, like, getting a lot more spotlight now that Kane's gone. So, like, he just dropped a Hattie this last weekend. Yeah. So, I mean. They ran him at striker, it, which is crazy. Cause that's, yeah. That's, that's some FIFA shit right crazy. there. 
I know it is something that you just like never expect to see. But amen, if it works, it works. Like if if that's what's gonna if that's what's gonna push you over to get to the top and contend for the top, you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Man, I was like, I, I ain't got. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, uh, what's it called? Bring down like, um, bring down what they got going because always something's working. Like, yeah, something's working. It's crazy, man. This, 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 uh, the season's weird, man. You got wingers at strikers scoring goals. Like, I mean, you also have Vinny up top at Madrid. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's doing all right, but this is crazy with that. This yeah, winger at striker thing works outside of FIFA, which is crazy to me, you know. But hey, if it works, it works. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah, but I'd say Tottenham, honestly, that's one of the surprising ones. I thought they'd do bad. I thought they'd get, like, they'd lose out on uh, European football, considering that Harry Kane was a big driving force for them. But, you know, sometimes it's kind of good, since I feel like when they had Harry Kane, it was like, oh, fine Kane, like, fine Kane, fine Kane, fine Kane. Yeah. I forgot where I saw a similar story like this, that, like, a team will gel more when the star player is gone because now they can play as a unit versus yeah. just trying to find one spot. Oh, I remember now. I think they are saying that when, like, Ronaldo left Madrid because, I mean, it kind of didn't go oh, that yeah, way because yeah. it went yeah. from, like, like you know, like, send Ronaldo, send Ronaldo to, like, oh, just pass it around back, you know, just, like, score. Yeah. And, like, pass it around the midfield, find space, get into the area, and then score goals, which is kind of what they've been doing for a while now, even, yeah. with, even with Benzema, so... Um, yeah, like, it's been working for them, you know, in that sense that now they have no main person to target, so now they're just, you know, they're just playing their football, and it's working out for them. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Nah, so... Wait, 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 wait. Actually, the draw, I'm, I was looking at the EFL Cup. The, they drew 2-2 against Brentford on opening day, my bad. But, go oh, ahead. I don't remember that. I was going to say, I was like, that, the Harry Kane one, obviously, and Spurs was, like, a big one. Honestly, if I were to choose, like, one signing that I just think was, like, crazy. Not that I didn't, ex- like, expect it to happen. Like, obviously, we thought this player was going to get moved. But, like, the performance that this man has been putting on and this man I'm talking about is James Ward-Prowse. This man has been tearing it up every single week. Tell dropping me goals. Thought, you know, I was thinking about it dropping dropping goals or assists every single week. And I swear, like, um, what's it called? They have looked so different that, like, I don't know, like, seeing him and how they're playing right now, call me crazy, but I can see them not contending, obviously, for, like, top three or something like that, but, like, definitely, like, being up there and contending, like, at least what's a generous spot, I would say. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I can see Europa League. Like, it's just based on form, like, right now. Because, like, obviously, this is a couple games into the season. So, like, obviously, we know how some some teams are starting off. Yeah. And literally, they have looked like a whole new different team. Like, I don't think I've ever seen, uh, what's it called, Um, West Ham, like, this aggressive in, like, how they're playing. Which is like shocking, but I mean, hey man, I was like, it. Sometimes it just takes that one signing, that one player that like gels everything together to just take it off. So, but yeah, that's that's honestly the one that I just like had been shocked me ever since that first game they played and like he had that crazy game. I I think he had like a goal and assist, and I think he scored like a free kick. I'm pretty sure against um. Did he? 
Who did he score a free kick against? Yeah, he scored a. I'm pretty sure he scored a free kick this season. I kid you not, I think it was against Chelsea. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, I don't think so. Um, no. But I, remember, I, I just remember because it was up, and then I literally saw him, and I was just like, oh, I was like, well, I was like, what a game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I just think it's been such a crazy move, but that's just my shock. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, shit. No, but yeah, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like Kane is Cora. I feel like he even I swear he has. I don't think so. Um, I'll try. I'll try to see if I can find it. But yeah, I don't see. It. I can't find anything. Um, I was thinking maybe against Brighton, but it doesn't sound like it's a. It doesn't sound like it's a free kick. Uh, Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. But, but yeah. oh, then it might. I think I. You're then mistaken, I might just be tripping a little bit. He is a free kick specialist. I'm, he sure he, I'm sure he'll score a free kick soon. That guy is crazy when it comes to free kicks, though. So. I wouldn't be surprised, you know? But, yeah. um, You know, like, another crazy one? I'm not going to say, like, a, a player, but I'm going to say another team. So, um, I don't know if you've seen this, Brian, but I was shocked that Atletico Madrid scored, put seven past... Uh, Rayo Vallecano, which one Rayo Vallecano is a, is a city rival. They both play in Madrid, so it's technically yeah. a derby. And they scored seven past them without Jao yeah, Felix. That's crazy. Exactly, without Jao Felix, they scored seven. And I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't remember the last time I saw a team in La Liga get destroyed like, like this. I think the last time was like yeah. when like Ronaldo when like we had the BBC with a Ronaldo Bale and and like Ronaldo like I remember a game when I think they won like seven two or like something yeah. like something crazy like along those lines. But you don't really see games in this league like that. And Rayo is like always um kind of like in the mid table area because I mean. It yeah. wasn't for that game. Like, let's say they won that game. They'd be at nine points in fourth. So, it's not like they're, like, at the bottom of the table. So, like, that is insane that they put seven past them. Um, so well, I, yeah. well then, let, then let me ask you this. If you – if this game, like, that shocking you, if you were to do your your um, your tables now, would you put them up higher? No. Would this make you more confident of them being higher in the league? No, I wouldn't because I feel like there's still plenty to play, and um, yeah, Atletico is just always kind of shaky. Like they have their moments where they're very good, and they have their moments when they're very bad. Like I remember last year they were doing bad, and then they went on a crazy run of form, like to pick up points when Madrid was dropping points like crazy, and then they kind of uh, were climbing the ranks a bit. So it's yeah, just, it, they're hit or miss, but I mean they're looking good. And it's crazy after they uh, loaned out Jao Felix to Barca and they lost oh, I know. Carrasco. He went to Saudi, which is crazy because Carrasco yeah. went to the Chinese Super League when it first was popping up. And now he's going to Saudi. So this guy is out here, man. I don't know what he keeps doing. <laughs> yeah. He makes a crazy money move to uh, a league, a new, like, popping up, uh, like, a new popular league. He makes his money, comes back to a European team, then he gets sold again. Yeah. You know, he gets sold again to another team like that. What, is he going to pop back up, you know? I mean, yeah. probably not because he's 30. But, um, 
Yeah, yeah, he's gone also, you know. But I mean, they're looking pretty good, which is crazy. But so uh, definitely an eye opener, at least, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, for sure. Honestly, I was shocked myself. Um, because they didn't do much business really like that could really stand out. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't do much, so I was shocked that all the players that they have, you know, like did a lot for them. Um, Yeah. No, but yeah, so. We'll see how that goes, but that, that's that's what I that's the team I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh, Atlético Madrid after that game. Um, but yeah, they're looking yeah. good. I wonder if they'll keep their form. They didn't get to play against um, Sevilla. Their game got their game got postponed. I want to say it was yeah. because of the weather. I might be wrong. Um, yeah, weather due to weather alerts in Madrid. Yeah, so yeah. it got postponed. So. Uh, I think over now are in fourth with seven points, but if they win this game, they're gonna jump up to second because they have ten goals scored and one conceded, which is crazy. Yeah. Um. Mm. But yeah, so I don't know. La Liga's looking that interesting. Is yeah. La Liga's looking interesting. It is. But yeah. And I feel like it kind. Of, I feel like it's kind of needed. I'm not gonna lie to you, because I, I don't. I don't want to say that La Liga is getting a little bit stale, but like it, it's definitely always. Always either a Madrid or Barcelona battle to win the league. So, I mean, yeah. if something like that happens and it changes up the league, oh, man, I'm here for it. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I mean, don't mind it. It looks interesting so far, you know. I mean, we'll see how it pans out. We're only four games in, so you got to give us some time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but anybody else you can think of, Brian? Any team or player that you want to say? So, I, I do got – a list of winners from the window that I that I personally think were some winners, like teams, and I got individual players. So I'll start off with some of the players that I think were like really big key signings for the team. And I'm I'm saying these because I think they're I think they're like good signings for that team, but I don't think that team like had the best window in my opinion. So like, okay, I'll just start off. So. Obviously, the first one I had was Madison for Spurs. I think that was, like, a really, really huge signing. And, like, he's starting the show. Like, he's always performing every single week now. So, I mean, I think that one really, really helped. And I think that's why they're doing so good right now. Oh, Brian, hold I on. Also... before you move on, I was going to say, I don't know if you heard, but I heard that supposedly Chelsea, like, were looking to buy <laughs> yeah. him. But they didn't no. buy him because they wanted to go younger because I think he's, like, yeah. he's 30 or he's, like, in his late yeah. 20s. And that they instilled a policy of not signing anybody over 25. So you guys didn't yeah. get him because of that? I oh, no, I saw. Don't worry. Like, I saw. <laughs> I just wanted to, <laughs> just, I just yeah, wanted to rub just, some salt in that wound for you, Brian. We're going to skip that comment. Though. We don't need negativity <laughs> in this in this chat right now. All right, man. So we'll then, keep it going. Obviously, my next signing, surprise, surprise, Jude Bellingham. Well, actually, I'm not going to lie. It is a little bit of a surprise. I did expect him to perform, but not to perform at the level that he's performing right now. And it is still early. Like, obviously, stuff could change. But the way they're playing him right now, I think he is going to keep scoring goals. I mean, he's been on a scoring goal rampage. I think he has, like, how many goals? Like, five goals now in, like, three games or something like that? Five goals in four games, I believe. Um, He's a top goal scorer, which is hilarious because I'm just like, that's not what you would expect, you know? It's crazy, though, because I just saw a thing saying that Ancelotti, uh, what's it called, actually wants to play him as a striker. And, like, he's the – apparently, he sees him as a replacement for Benzema. Which is like the craziest that. thing I've ever heard. So I'm just like, man, yeah. I don't know. 
But anyway, so yeah. obviously, like, what were you saying? I don't know. I was like, yeah, I know what you mean, but that's that's hilarious. But I mean, according to that logic, you can also play Kamavinga and goalie. So whatever. <laughs> we're not even wrong. Yeah. But so yeah, yeah obviously. Obviously, Jude was, like, a really, really big signing for Madrid. Another really big signing that I think helped was um, Rice to Arsenal. I think that was, like, a really big a really big move that they needed, and it's kind of, um, how would I say? Like, it's made their form better. I know they're not as crazy off to the start as they were last year, and, like, I, I know they have had some wins. Like, they just beat Man United. And I mean, Man United is not in the best of form. Literally, like, one of the worst forms right now. Oh, I love so, I mean, game. But the they, game was so good. Yeah, but they... You can definitely see that they're starting to pick up where they were off last year. And, like, he's been a very good acquisition. He's fitting in perfectly. Obviously, another big one, Harry Kane to Bayern. That's just crazy because it's Harry Kane. You don't get that... You don't get that class of a striker to, like, every single window. So, I mean... Just getting a pickup like that in itself is a big move. And then obviously I had James Ward-Prowse. So then my winners for team winners for the um, for the summer, my first one was actually AC Milan. And I know you're, I know, I know you're not the biggest fan of AC Milan. I know you're not the biggest fan of AC Milan. No. But like, if you just look at how they're performing right now with the players they signed, like, I think Pulisic is playing up to par with what he's getting. I'm not even going to lie. I know that you're going to disagree because you don't like Pulisic. But, obviously, then they also got, like, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, he's also been performing, which is actually kind of, like, surprising. Because, like, I'm, I personally, I thought they were going to perform, but not at the at the level they're performing. So just like all the all the people they're bringing in is just like it's fitting perfectly, and and I remember saying it in the podcast too. I was like, if they gel, they're gonna be a problem in the Serie A. So we'll just we'll see how that goes. Um, another another winner I have Brighton, and I'll tell you why I chose Brighton. For the fact that they fleece Chelsea on Caicedo for so much money, like I'm not even kidding. The 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 fact, not saying obviously, like uh, as a Chelsea fan, I'm not saying he's like a flop or anything. Like yes, it's still very early. I know there's been problems and stuff going on, like not problems, but like obviously he's been on the wrong end of what should be at the moment. Like I'm not saying he's not gonna turn out. But I'm just saying they were able to sell Caicedo for so much. They sold McAllister for so much. And then they just got Ansifati. They got Jao Pedro. Like their goalkeeper, um, Vault Velgren guy. I don't know his like name, but that dude's performing way better than what Sanchez is right now. They just sold Sanchez to Chelsea. Like they're they're not on a on a pickup spree, but they're like on a sell spree where they're getting so much money. So I put them like as a winner in that perspective. I also got Aston Villa because they got. Really? I'm not gonna lie. I their yeah, I'm not gonna lacking. lie. I know, I know their forms lacking, but I was just a big fan of their signings like of Diaby, Pal Torres, and Thielman. That's kind of why I put them there. I know their form isn't translating that much as to what they were expected to, but I think it's one of those things where they still got to gel and, like, they got to get some stuff figured out. But based off players, like, um, based off those player performances from, like, where they were before, like, I expect them to do better as the season goes on. Yeah. And then, obviously, 
in my opinion, the biggest one. And I'll tell you why it's the biggest one. And I don't want to say I'm I'm on the I'm on the bandwagon because I am not. I think the biggest one, and I still have one. Actually, I'll save that one for the last one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> PSG was my other winner, obviously, wow. because I, I know this is crazy. I got PSG as a winner because they kept Mbappe. So obviously they're going to like win the league again versus what they were expected to. Obviously, if they lost Mbappe. Well, I mean, I can find a way to put him in the losers because like if he does leave next season, like we were saying, loser right there. But the way they are the the fact they were able to keep him obviously puts him a winner. Obviously keeps them contending in League One. So... That's why they're winning all the big signings they got. I mean, they just threw money everywhere. Uh, I was a really big fan of the Javi Simon one, um, but then didn't they didn't they loan that dude out somewhere? They loaned him out to RB Leipzig. Yeah, I thought they were gonna keep him, but then nah. I was like, I seen that he got loaned out, and I was just like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if anything, that's who y'all should have kept. <laughs> yeah, no, they. Um, I heard the uh, supposedly a story that if. Yeah, Mbappe or Neymar went. They were gonna loan him out, unless they lost yeah. both of them. Then he would have stayed. But they only when Neymar went out, so um, he yeah, ended up going on loan, which is crazy because at that point you're like you're thinking like oh like that means maybe he's coming since he's gonna he got loaned yeah. out early on in the window, but it just meant Neymar eventually went because they you could tell they were kind of done with Neymar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no. So I. I... I was a I'm obviously like I'm just having him as a winner because of the Mbappe thing, and then like obviously they they got all these players specifically like a bunch of strikers. But besides that, my last winner, not saying that other teams haven't had good windows. I know obviously a lot of teams have had good windows. Just my like personal opinion. Last one, and you'll probably know Inter Miami, but. But before you comment, before you comment, hmm. let me explain why. I think this one was the biggest one, but for the club itself. Like, the like attention the that they have. Yeah, and the league. But, like, the attention that this has brought to the MLS. And, like, I know a bunch of people are going to be like, oh, Messi's getting gifted wins. Gift- Messi's getting gifted goals, like this and that. It's rigged. Oh, Messi- it's a disgrace. M- it's not yeah, that the, the MLS is rigged. It's a disgrace. Uh, this and that. The goalkeepers are like a bunch of janitors. Like whatever you <laughs> want to say. But They're point is, point is, they've gotten so much attention since Messi has gone, and it has literally like changed the whole MLS. You can say specifically into Miami. Like it has changed your whole club. So I just put them up there in that reason, like in that sense of like um, the club's growth and the league's growth. Obviously, I could say the same about um, Saudi, but I feel like the I'm not going to lie. The one big move that like really made a move for Saudi for me was like the Ronaldo one. But like all these all these other players like the Contes and all those like Benzema's going over there. It's big, but like. I personally haven't kept up with that. I don't know if you have or if it's pushed you to want to. But, like, like, um, Benzema or Conte, like, being in Saudi, like, compared to seeing Ronaldo, like, I'm personally going to keep up to what Ronaldo's doing, not going to keep up what Benzema and Conte are doing. Not going to lie. Just because, like, I don't know. Obviously, they're two different players. Like, these players are so different. So, yeah, that's why, like, 
I could have said anybody from the Saudi because they just picked up so many people. But for the amount of attention that Inter has got, that's why I put them. But yeah, those were uh... my winners, in my opinion, the teams and some of the single player winners. I do have losers, but I'm I'm wondering if you have any other winners that you could say or you could throw in there from your opinion. Uh, some winners you say? Um, well, yeah. I'm gonna give some shout outs real quick because um, I I'm not gonna lie and be like, oh yeah, I've been keeping up with these guys. They got this guy, this guy, and yeah. that guy, and that guy, and that's cool. But um, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Hirona, uh, which is crazy because mm-hmm. I had them going down and they're in second with ten points. Yeah. So that's awkward. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, Hirona are on ten points. They are. Three yeah. draw, three wins, one draw. The draw was against Sociedad, which is a very big team. So that is crazy from their part. So that is yeah. big, big, big stuff. You know, um, I know they're only on seven points, but God, these being up the table, considering they barely avoid oh, relegation, is massive on their no. part. Yeah, I saw that the other day, and I was just like, I was actually kind of shocked. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's crazy. The La Liga is interesting for sure. But um, that's that's see, those guys right there are the winners that I'd say for La Liga because those guys. I mean, it's, it's you. It, it catches you off guard, you know. But it's it's pretty cool. To yeah. See. Um, but yeah, another one is uh Leche from Syria. They are on fourth. They're in fourth place with seven points. Um, I'm pretty sure we yeah, both yeah. had them to go down or near the relegation yeah, we, zone. Yeah, I think we did. It's yeah. still early. They only played three games, but, I mean, pretty good early form to start is always good for them, so it may help them in the long run, you know. But um, yeah, that's good on their part, you know, so there's some winners there. Now, for the Bundesliga, Stuttgart, which was in the relegation playoff last time, which, Brian, yeah. I, I listened to our podcast back, and I, I just know how much you love these 18-team league so um i do yeah so um yeah stuttgart just barely avoid relegation through the playoff through the relegation uh playoff and they are in third at the moment um which is crazy because you wouldn't expect them to be doing so well but it feels like everybody in this league is underperforming considering that stuttgart are on on third with six points with a loss so that means everybody else is pretty much with a lot of draws down the table um yeah but yeah, those are the guys um, that I have uh, for wins. I don't think there's anybody in league on. Um, no, nothing really crazy. I do. I do have one more winner that I just remembered, and this one's gonna be a shocker. Like you will never have even like a thought that I thought this was a winner. Which one? I think Galatasaray had ah, a good chance window. They got yeah, interesting. They got. They got the Icardi, obviously Ziyech, but like he has his um, physicals he needs to pass first, of course. <laughs> they got, <Zaha. laughs> they got uh, Davidson Sanchez, they got Ndombele, like the Angelina. They just got like a bunch of like players that, like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm surprised they all they they, they picked up so much from like because these players are not like in terrible form, like yeah. where they just stink and they're. Like, they're no good no more. Like, they're still good players. Like, I know I joke a lot about, like, Ziyech. I think Ziyech is still a good player. I think he was just in the wrong situation. So, I mean, that's that's just my opinion. But, like, yeah, I think they had a, I think they had a pretty good window. I'm not going to lie. I don't know, Brian. They're in third at the moment. They drop points. I, I know. They I, drop I, points yeah, to I Kai Serious Poor. No, I know, I know they're in third. But I was just, like, just saying, mm-hmm. based off their signings, like, yeah, I thought yeah. they had a good window. No, no, yeah, they did. Honestly, I totally forget. People forget Tesra, you know? I mean... 
People yeah. forget the old Galatasaray. You know, back in the day, I'm not gonna lie to you. Galatasaray was like that was that wild card in the Champions League. That was like they always were a good team. So you're like, man. So when you got drawn in with Galatasaray, you knew it wasn't gonna be an easy two legs. Yeah. But now, in the last couple of years, I don't even think they've been in the Champions League. I think they've been in the Europa League. Cause I think um, Fenerbahce has been the one that's mostly been in the. Venerbahce and like Besiktas have been the ones in the Champions League, so Galatasaray are kind of making a comeback here, and their signings they show that they're mean business. Yeah. Honestly, um, but yeah, so they they do look good. You're not wrong, you know. So I mean, we'll yeah. see how it pans out. There's still way more time, you know. We just it's yeah. way too early. It's way too early. Obviously, yeah. right now with the with the what's it called the. With the international break, it's like a checkpoint. I guess like we can use yeah. it as the season goes on for like, how's the teams doing now? How's everybody doing now? So, it's always a cool, interesting like way to see how the leagues around the world are playing out while everybody's on a break. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah. However, 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 as you just said that right now, mm-hmm. you said it's good to see what teams have been doing well. What about the teams that are I doing think bad? I think it's time to move <laughs> over to the losers. I mean, I'll, I'll let you start off if you have Yeah, because I'm sure. Yeah, I was like, if not, I have some right oh, now. Oh, I'm so sure like, you <laughs> have some. Um, there's <laughs> one in mind, but I'll leave them for you to say for yourself. Yeah, go for it. Okay, go so it. I'm going to start us off in La Liga. Sevilla yeah, are in it. last place with zero points. Which is insane. Um, that is insane. Yeah, I mean, they did lose some players, obviously. Um, you know, like, they lost some players. They lost Bunu, which is huge on their part. That is huge. They lost, yeah, uh, yeah they let Papu, uh, um, right? Papu Gomez? Yeah. Yeah, Papu Gomez go on a free, you know, Montiel went to Nottingham Forest. Um, so those are some big players that they lost there. Um, they brought in some players, but I don't know if they're not gelling well or what the problem is. But at the moment, it's not looking good over there. Um, their coach, which is crazy, because he was um, he won them. He brought them back, and he brought them back, and he helped them win the Europa League. He's mostly been like, yeah. a, he's mostly been like a league, not league two, but he's been like a La Liga two coach for the most part. Like he's always been in playing in the second division, yeah. and this is like his first shot at like prime time and he did good for them last season but it's looking like if things don't turn around he might be one of the first ones out the door but yeah one bright side is they just brought back one of my favorite defenders of all time which is Sergio Ramos oh, I oh know they did. and man. that 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 what's it called what's the thing called that like introduction basically where they brought him out that thing was crazy dude. Oh, like not know. even a cabin gave me the chills oh like, man i was feeling it man i was in my feels man Twenty two thousand yeah, fans walking him back that's crazy and then whenever he said that I, this i'm gonna be so sad because whenever he said, or uh, he's just like that, he hopes uh, whenever he goes back to Real Madrid that they welcome him like um, as much as he feels like happy going back. Like he hopes they welcome him back. I was just like, dude, if somebody at once the person boos, I will no, be so. There is no but, way. Like, I will literally like never pass that down. Like nah, I will forever no have way. hatred. He's towards gonna have team. a like, standing ovation. He is literally the greatest yeah. defender that Madrid have ever had. I don't want to say the greatest yeah. defender of all time, so I don't yeah. want to have any controversy. One of, but the one of the greatest defenders of all time. Also happy 
that he's back in La Liga, that he's back in Sevilla. I just love a, a what's called a boyhood club reunion. You know, he turned down big yeah. money from oh, Turkey and Saudi to come yeah. play for Sevilla, and he's not making that much money, by the way. I think but, he's making like a mil. Isn't yeah, he? a mil, a mil. Dude, that's cr- I know, and he got offered like seventeen or something. Something crazy. Like that, he was literally set yeah. to link up with Benzema or like head to Turkey, and he said, yeah. "I'm gonna go back to Sevilla." And I thought that was so dope, man. So I'm very excited yeah, I about that. I yeah, the hundred percent for sure. That's what you want to see. You know, your your um, boyhood club. Um, icons, you know, go to the ranks, they leave, have some yeah. career, and they come back. That's the way it should pan out, 100%. So I'm excited about that. Hoping and that can be them. a game changer, too. That can be a game changer in the locker room right there. Oh, 100%. So Jerome's, oh, my God, the leader that a lot of clubs, like a certain <clears throat> Manchester United need desperately. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a piggyback he, off he'll be on something. Everybody's there. Exactly. I'm a piggyback off something I've seen uh, by uh, – AA9 skills where he said that Sergio Ramos yeah. is, would be a player that would be very crucial in the locker room for them. But um, we'll, 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 yeah. we'll get into Man United later. We'll touch on that, yeah. We'll touch, we'll up, touch, on, on, we'll that. touch up on those losers later. Um, yep. But, yeah, <laughs> literally. But yeah, <laughs> literally. But, yeah, so that that's what looks said. I'm, I'm sure Sevilla will probably turn around. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah. at, at the moment, they are losers, unfortunately. Um Okay, so then we're going to take it away to the Serie A, to one of my favorite clubs that, you know, I love their crest so much, Roma. I, I was about to say, I was like, I think we have one of the same losers here. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Roma. So they yeah, are in 18th, one point yeah, after three crazy. games. Um, so they drop points to not even the big clubs. They drew 2-2. To Salernitana, yeah. and then they lost 2-1 to Hellas Verona, which is not okay at all. And then obviously they lost yeah. 2-1 to AC Milan, which is right, which is normal. But the other two games, they should not have dropped points at all. So, yeah, yeah they're not looking good at the moment, which is crazy because people expect them to do great things. Considering that they brought in Lukaku, or I guess uh, some people could say Lakaka. Um, yeah, I mean, they had yeah. some, de- they had a decent transfer window, so I was shocked that they are doing very bad at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, I don't know, but they're just not panning out at the moment. I don't know what's up with the Roma, yeah. but I don't like their crest or their kits. I apologize, Roma supporters, but, um, I'm okay with yeah. that. I'm okay with it for now at the moment. I'm not a hater. I just don't like you guys as crest and kids. So I'm sorry. Okay, so now we go to the Bundesliga. The club that I said yeah. is going to get in the Europa League. I said Borussia Mönchengladbach. And they yeah. are in 16th with one point. So I don't yeah. know if you know, Brian, but there's this curse where for some reason, I, when we did our preview, I said Dortmund. It's Bayern, mm-hmm. Bayern. They for some reason Bayern yeah, cannot yeah. beat them. I guess they had, there was a crazy streak of like games where they would lose. It's funny. Last season they bought Summer from Mönchengladbach and they played them and they still lost to them either way. Even though they bought their yeah. goalie, which was hilarious. But it is officially over now with Harry Kane in the squad. They said, "Forget this curse. Yeah. We are winning Thank this," you. and they won two <laughs> one. They won 2-1 yeah. and broke that curse, I would say. I mean, Kane didn't 
have a really good game, but I mean, yeah. they still won, which is something they struggle against, no, Munching yeah. Gladbach. So, bad for Munching Gladbach, good for Bayern there. Crazy, yeah. crazy stuff, but disappointing because I had them really high and they're really low. So, let's hope they turn yeah. it around. Um, otherwise, it's not looking very good. And then another one, in another installment of my predictions are horrible. Um, mm-hmm. Leon is bottom of League One in 18th with one point. Yeah, they got destroyed, four one. So four one to Montpellier, four one to PSG, and they lost two one to Brian Strasbourg. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Drew nil nil with Nice, but that is horrible. I don't know if you've seen that clip. I'm sure you've seen that clip, Brian, where the ultras are like that. Who gave this man a microphone? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, Who yeah. gave this man a microphone? <laughs> but basically, he said that better players before wore the shirt to not ruin it or not to shit on the crest. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I love Leon. It's funny. We go from a team I hate their crest and kids to a team I love their crest and kids because, oh, my God. Leon's, oh, man, such a great club. That's where Big Ben's started, had his uh, – yeah. A big breakthrough, so it, it breaks my heart to see them doing so horrible after such a interesting, I'd say a pretty good transfer window, so it's shocking that their form is really bad at the moment. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so they're doing really bad, and I hope they turn it around, because I had them top three, and it's not looking good. Yeah. Um, I expected Lons to not do good since they sold all their players, but they are 17th at the moment. One point as well. Um, they dropped points to PSG, of course, 3-1. They lost 3-0 to Monaco, who are the leaders. that They should be winners. We should have probably named them as the winners because yeah, they, they are the top of the table at the moment. Uh, they're doing really good. But, yeah, they lost 3-2 to Brest. They drew 1-1 with Rennes. It's just not looking good. I had a feeling this would happen since they lost a lot of their players, and they're not the type of club to be spending big money to replace those players. Um, yeah. So it, it's sad, but it might look like they might fade away. Like they, they as they, they appeared so quickly, only for them to fade away so quickly as well. So yeah, it's sad, but that's just that's just how things be at times when you sell all your yeah. good players and then you just can't compete. We all can't be like Brighton, unfortunately, where we can sell all the crazy players and still do yeah. well. Yeah, literally, exactly. But those, I would say. Oh, and then to end it off, I'm gonna say. Uh, for the prem, we're gonna end it off. We're gonna go back to the obviously the best league in the world, um, as they say. But uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> what's that? I was like, can't confirm. Yes, um, to the best league in the world. I'm I'm a little La Liga biased, but I will say, of course, that the Premier League is the greatest league. But um, yeah. obviously, big losers here. Um, I'm sure people had them to go down, but Everton is just looking like they have no interest oh, in the know. Premier League at all. I know, dude, it's crazy. They're just not looking like they care. Like, they said, we want to go into the championship with a brand new stadium so we can be clowned every single home game by the <laughs> oppositions, saying, yeah. chanting at us for being relegated after a brand new stadium is introduced into the works. So, yeah, they're yeah. not looking good. Um, you know, another big one is Wolves. The Wolves just said, we're selling everybody to balance the books, and that's that. If we stay up, we stay up. We go down, we go down. Yeah. 
and it's not looking good on there, but looks like it's looking like a sinking ship on their part. So I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. There's a couple. There's a couple you can even say for the Premier League. Like you can also say what's it called? Um, Newcastle. Newcastle's like wetting the bed right now. Like they played are... a lot of big teams, so I'll give them a pass for now as they're playing like some of the big six at the moment. You know? Yeah. And um, they just happen to be in a uh, Brighton's uh, uh way at the moment, so. They just yeah. they just got destroyed in the way, so they got destroyed in the wake of Brighton's vengeance at the moment, carrying up the league. Yeah. Uh, but even then, they just played a lot of big teams. I feel like they'll bounce back once they play some of the lower like lower teams. I mean, they played yeah. they played City, Liverpool, um, and Brighton. Obviously, they played Villa, which is another big team, but they were able to get a result there. But they've just been a little unlucky as the season started. But I say you give it some time. Yeah. But yeah. Um and then yeah. obviously the other big losers I would say obviously that Brian and me both have to say we agree is the yeah. the mighty Manchester United and <laughs> and the mighty Chelsea, which is Brian's club. Yes sir. Yes, sir. yes. Represent. We're all we're winning something, am I right? Yep. <laughs> You're right, yep. The tag for the biggest losers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, so are, the, yeah. are those all your losers? I'd say so, yeah. Alright, so I obviously got a couple of similar ones. I mean, I got Roma as a similar one. I mean, they I expected them to do so much better, and they're literally, like, at the bottom of the league at this point, like, in relegation zone, which is crazy. But, I mean, it's still very early, but it's not somewhere you want to be to start off the season. Definitely not. Obviously... Two bigger ones that I think are, like, really big losers as of now are Lens and Leon, just because of, like, how high I personally thought they were going to go. They're literally 17 and 18. Like, <laughs> that's crazy yeah. to just think about. Because Lens was, like, just second last year, if you th- I think so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They second by yeah. one point. Yeah, they were literally second by one point away, and it's literally at the end. Um, I think PSG ended up winning, and then now yes. they're literally—I don't even—I think they've won one game, or no, if they've even won a game, I don't think they've won a game. Yeah, drawn. they haven't even won a game. And Leon also hasn't won a game, which yep. is like crazy to think about. I don't know who they—I'm not gonna lie—I don't know who they've played. I don't know if they've been playing. So Leon just lost PSG. They I'm lost looking back really PSG, quick, and then they also got the yeah. Lance also here. lost to PSG. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, like, some tougher games, but, I mean, you should still not be last. I would hope you at least have more than one point. So, there, I obviously have them as losers. Uh, one big loser, and it's not really a loser because they're turning out well, and I'm sure you can agree to this now, but I had Madrid as a loser, but I'll tell you why I had oh. them as a loser. I only had them as a loser because they missed out on Harry. No, because they missed out on Harry Kane, and they also missed out on Oshiman and Holland. (laughs) Literally every big striker possible. That's the only reason I have them as a loser. Obviously, they're performing right now, and I mean, they might keep performing. Who knows? But I just, I'm putting them out as a loser because I think there's still plenty of season to go, and they didn't, they did not get their. They're a striker that they needed, so... No, they're, they're I have them. over now, for sure. I'm sure that uh, Jude Bellingham is going to run out of, like, 95th-minute winners, so I agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, like, definitely right now they're riding the hot streak. I mean, hopefully they keep riding it. They can ride it as long as they they can, but, I mean, at some point it's going to run out, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll catch it back up to them, but 
That's why I had them as a loser. Obviously, I have Chelsea because I'll, I'll just get the Chelsea one out of the way. And they've literally overpaid for everybody and their mothers. They wanted to give out 10-year contracts to everybody. <laughs> want to throw out 150 mil bags just to sit on the bench. They don't want to give opportunities to their players. And look at where they are now. They're literally 12. And with four games. And it's crazy because last year with Tuchel, uh, in the in the four, the first four games of the season, I think they were six. And they, they were bad last year. We got to remember this. Last year... People were saying they were doing bad, like terrible, and they were six. This year, they're twelve. With the same for the, with the same first four games, and like a lot of people are just like, oh, like all of a sudden things are changing. But I mean, I don't know. And I, I am I'm not gonna lie. They do got a lot of they do got a lot of youngsters, and I mean they they do got to adapt and like um, they still got to mesh because obviously there's a bunch of injuries. You got Nkunku, you got like your Badia Shields, Fofana. We got a bunch of these people out and just like it's a it's not like a testament to how good your team actually is but like they've thrown so much money elsewhere that i would expect other players to step up but they clearly like the youth is showing and the age is showing in the team and how they're playing i mean it's kind of it's it's not hard i i think like I don't know. I think it would be so much different if these price tags weren't on these players. Like Caicedo, right? They just bought Caicedo for like over 100 mil. Every single, every single mil to be exact. Yeah, 115 mil. And as of, as of today, every single game this man has been a part of, he has either led to a conceded goal or he has been a problem that like at some point ended up to a goal. Like a bad pass. Like say it that bad pass didn't concede to a goal, but it led to a sequence that ended up to a goal, you know? So, like, obviously, he has had, like, one of the worst starts as of now. Then they're just letting, they're literally just letting uh, Mudrik, like, rot on the bench right now. Like, this dude went all season, got jacked, not even giving this dude a chance. Not saying that, like, he deserves a chance, because, I mean, the last couple games, he's played very lackluster performance performances, but, like, I mean, I'm obviously not just going to give him one game, 20 minutes, and that define whether he plays ever again. So then you just got, like, those situations, and it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know where you go from here. Nicholas Jackson not saying I'm not going to be the guy to jump off the bandwagon because I do – I am very confident that he'll turn it around. But his first touch is one of the worst first (laughs) touches I have ever seen. If this guy had – a decent first touch though like the amount of goals this guy would bag is crazy but his first touch is so horrible but like i like i'm saying he's still young i'm sure he'll develop and he'll still be good not gonna like jump off ship like that but i'm just putting him as a loser because as of the team they've played now these are all teams you should be winning at least if you want to compete for, like, the top four, top five, you need to be beating these teams. Because in a couple of weeks, I think like, three weeks, they're going to go on, like, a six-freaking-week run where they're just playing, like, games of death, where they're going to be playing your Newcastles, your Man City, your Arsenals, like, um, your Brighton, surprisingly. Like, you're going to be playing all these teams, and that's when you're going to need those points. Because if you drop a point, you're going to be even deeper, so... They've just dug a pretty big hole for themselves. I mean, it's kind of sad to see, but it is what it is. Yeah. So I, I'll just leave it at that. Um, man, United, I also got them as a big loser. 
big loser because they tried using De Gea as a scapegoat, and Onana is literally so bad for them right now. Like, I don't want to be the guy to put spotlight on somebody who's, like, doing terrible. When I tell you this man is one of the worst goalkeepers I've seen, like, as of, as of today, he probably will, like, turn it I hope, for his sake, that he turns it around. I know. But as of right now, like, these last four performances that this dude has had have been horrible. Like, he's been clowning himself every single week. And then they have Mason Mount, who is Mr. Gonna be 007 pretty soon. Like, this man has not done anything for the price tag that he just got. And then, what's it called? Obviously, they need, like, a big... They need someone who's gonna be a leader, like how you said, and how um, A9 Skills had said. Someone like Ramos, who's really gonna chew their players up when they're messing up. Because, respectfully, and I mean this in the respectful and the most respectful way possible, having Bruno He's not is that not guy. it. He's not I know. Even if you have Casemiro, because I'm pretty sure they've given Casemiro the captain, um, like a game or two. I've I'm pretty sure I heard something I'm about like that. I'm not sure, but Even if Casemiro's you... not that type of player. Like, for Madrid, he yes. was like a bruiser, but he was never, like, the leader of the team. So, he's not Yes, that and that's either. what I wanted to mention. Like, yes, Casemiro has the UCLs. He has the accomplishments. He has this and that. But he is not your leader. He's not the guy that's going to, like, chew somebody out and like go crazy and all this and that like yeah. have everybody doing this and that he's just he was there for he's the success there. but he was not the leader of the success no let's sure. just say that so definitely they need a leader to literally change up everything because the and this might even go deeper with like you got your manager problems with Ten Hag like calling out his players again with just oh my god like oh, no. I don't know at what time these Man United fans are, like, going to realize that Eric Ten Hag is the problem. Like, if you have multiple situations of players getting called out, like, on social media, not even, like, not even, like, a face-to-face behind closed doors, it just happens to leak. Like, no, like, this is leaking of him literally just, like, going at his players and not even... Like, behind their backs, basically, it's just so bad. Like, oh, my God. And, that, and it's crazy because whenever that whenever that Ronaldo news came out, and, like, they were having their beef, uh, everyone tried throwing the blame at Ronaldo, but it's just like, hey, man, you're starting to look back, and I'm just like, I don't know. Was Ronaldo the problem? Was he not the problem? He literally got Mason Mount, or not Mason Mount, um, Sancho, like, just getting called out and it's just like that's just something you don't do with your players like you don't humiliate them you don't try to put the blame on them you don't like you're a team if you're losing it's a team and you never try to out somebody for like a performance or trying to say like that whole situation where why he wasn't playing like it's just it's so bad and they just need to get there it's it's to the point where I feel bad. I feel more bad for them than I feel bad for myself with Chelsea. Like they <laughs> they got so many problems that they just need to figure out. But yeah, that's kind of like the losers I had. I mean, another big one that you had mentioned that like I didn't realize the Sevilla one is crazy. I did not know they were that low. Yeah. But I mean, angry like just looking back at that, that's crazy. But I'm sure they'll turn it around. But at the moment, they are a loser. But yeah, that's just. Some losers I had. 
Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. There's more out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure there is. Um, Yeah, it's just uh, everything's kind of crazy at the moment, you know, so um, we don't know how things are going to pan out or how they're going to turn out, but um, all I got to say is that so far, I mean, we're like a couple weeks, about like four weeks into the new season, and there's already a lot of interesting stuff going on, you know, so. Literally. Yeah, I feel like the season's going to be very interesting, you know, and um, I'm excited for it. Um. A lot of yeah. mix-ups and, like, all the leagues for the most part, besides, obviously, like, the Bundesliga, maybe. But um, a lot of mix-ups, a lot of changes going on. And I'm excited for the final season of the group stages of the European competition. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I still think that it was kind of dumb. And I feel like UEFA are just money-hungry and they want more money from these games. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I like the group stage. I thought the group stage was always exciting. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but, I mean, yeah. hey, I don't know. They thought it was a great idea. I don't agree. I don't think so, but, um, but yeah. It's always a money move. It's oh, always yeah. a money move. For sure. They, they, know, they know what they're doing, but, um, but yeah. So, I'm excited. We'll see how things pan out. We are currently, like we said, in the international break. Uh, the only big thing going on is, like, Euro qualifiers. But uh, yeah. other than that, everybody else is just pretty much just playing friendlies, I believe. Um, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just playing friendlies at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you like the CONCACAF. Uh, random islands. Uh, Nations League. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Unfortunately, that's unfortunately right now we no. don't get. Unfortunately, right now we don't get to watch USA demolish Mexico. But mm. I mean, I'm sure we'll see it soon, anyways. Oh yeah, I agree this time. <laughs> I agree. I agree this time actually. So you're not wrong there. Oh, yeah. actually, the World Cup qualifi- qualifiers. How is there World Cup qualifiers already? World Cup qualification common. I have no clue. Yeah, the common bowl are doing World Cup qualifiers? <laughs> what? Hey, man. 2028, here we come, baby. <laughs> 2026. 2026. Yeah. I know. I was just like, what? Because it's this World Cup qualification common bowl. Like, what yeah. the hell are they starting already? That's crazy, man. They're excited. They couldn't get enough of it this last year. I guess so, you know. I guess so. But yeah, they started like yeah. they started their world qualifications already, so that's that's something I suppose. Um, yeah. But yeah, nothing too crazy. Um pretty much same old, same old, but um but yeah. Definitely uh, a time to I was gonna say I was like definitely anyway. a quick time to like look back and like watch where all the teams are ranking, like how we're doing right now definitely puts into perspective of where teams are like trending or where they need to start trending but oh yeah for sure and it's a good time to take a big breather considering all the crazy stuff that's been going on so um, literally it gives fans a nice little break from uh, club football and it, it it lets them take a break and enjoy uh, international break or most people don't like international break or I guess you could just just be stress-free for a good week or two. Yeah. But yeah. And it's definitely needed. It's definitely needed. Oh, yeah. For I feel like there there was so much going on right now that, like, it was definitely needed. Well, a lot of people are just excited that football is back, so a lot of people are a little upset. Yeah. The international break always kind of does suck if there's, like, if it's, like, friendlies, you know, like, 
I don't know, international yeah. breaks for friendlies is just not it, man. But if it's a qualifier, I mean, all right. But if it's like a friendly, I'm just like, really? Like, why? Yeah. I don't know, but um, but yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, anything else you want to say, Brian, before we uh wrap up for today's episode? No, I think that's it. I mean, I'm excited to see after these um international. This international week ends. I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of, I'm like stressed. I'm just like, I know, I'm just like, dude, I'm, all I can think about is where's Chelsea gonna end up? Like, <laughs> this next couple of weeks, if they don't turn it around, it's over. So, oh. no, nah, I'm excited though. I'm excited for just no more transfer news. Like, I don't want to hear no more news coming from Chelsea. I just want it to be a season. You play who you got, and you end up where you end up. Like, I just want to know where we're at without money. Like, the money is gone, and I want to know where we end up so I know what to expect. That's kind of where I'm at right now. So just excited for once football gets back. But, yeah. That's funny that you say that because there's still, even though the window's closed, you still got Fabrizio Romano uh, tweeting out about um, players Chelsea are looking at. I'm like, how many wonder kids can you sign in one window, man? (laughs) <laughs> I know. Just and then what I what I'm seeing is the thing I saw yesterday that like was just like funny to me. It's just like, oh, Enzo is very unhappy with how oh, he is, that. and like, he, yeah, he might choose if, if if things don't change. But then, like, literally, like an hour later, a thing comes out that Enzo's very happy with where he's at <laughs> and that he wants to stay with Chelsea. Nah, it's like, just, yeah, it's like just something's fishy man. there. It's just journalists yeah, trying to get like, some clicks, man. It don't don't even yeah. pay my, any mind, honestly. It's all it's all it's all bullshit. It's all cap, you know. It, don't even listen to it, but yeah. Um, yeah, just like great. <laughs> but yeah, but. well, I'm excited because you know um, what September seventeenth is, Brian. That's in ten days from now. You know what that is? Hmm. Uh, Chelsea play Bournemouth. All I'm gonna say is I actually have my calendar circled for that day because if there's a day where I expect us to drop like three goals and then we don't get at least three, I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna know where we stand after that game, right? There. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. You're gonna get up at 6 a.m., Brian, to watch them get demolished to the mighty Bournemouth. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm not. I will actually. <laughs> the mighty. Are they like first right now? Bournemouth. Yep. Yeah. Bournemouth. I mean, they win. I'm just. They're, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, I mean, they're sure. close to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rub salt in the wound. Oh man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blame this season yet until I see Nkunku and everybody healthy playing. Once I see that and I see if they're still struggling, I will be very concerned. But as of now, I'm just going to let it be, watch some football, and just be sad if they lose, but not lose so much faith because, I mean, everybody is literally at a hospital right now for Chelsea. So Yeah, they're all they're all down bad at the moment, unfortunately, for Brian's sake. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, pretty much so. Uh, we just, we're going to wrap it up there and uh, – just a little preview for the next one that we're going to do. And the next two, because I feel like the Champions League is pretty big, so we probably won't be able to do it all in one go because that would be a massive video. But um, in the next yeah. one, we will cover 
the Champions League draw, the group stages, and our predictions. So the prediction table is back after one episode, <laughs> it is back. <laughs> yeah. uh, we love prediction tables around here, around <laughs> these parts. So, um, yeah, so we're bringing it back to um, one last time for the last group stages of these European competitions. Um, we'll possibly go over the new formats. We've been saying we're going to go over that, but since we're going to actually do the predictions, it's a good time to talk about the format. So we'll yeah. probably go over the formats and where we think all the teams will end up in the, um, the final group stages of the of the European competitions because everything's changing next season. We'll see how it goes. There's some Obviously, we've all seen the draw, so we know there's some interesting groups out there. So Literally interesting. Uh, One in particular that's massive. Yes, exactly. And there's a lot of small mini ones, you know. There's, like, mini ones yeah. with, like, three good teams. So it's like somebody's dropping down to the Europa League, so who will it be? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Honestly, I'm excited. It's going to be actually a good final Champions League group stages because it's looking like it's gearing up for it. Um, I'm here for it, so we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll give our input. Um, but yeah, like it, it, it's also cool to see like you kind of judge it based off the club form, but you can't even do that because it's just a different beast, you know. Like you just never know yeah, what we'll, we'll do here, you know. I mean, um, look, you just gotta appreciate Champions League ball. Like you just have to. Exactly. It's always something. It's always something different that like it don't matter what. It doesn't matter how you're doing in the league. Like things can change up real quick. European competitions do that. I mean, look at Sevilla, right? They they were in the relegation yeah. zone. They climbed up to around mid-table, and they won the Europa League, and I'm in the Champions League. Literally. Yeah, and they might get relegated, but they'll win the Europa League in the process. So they'll be the, they'll be the first club. Well, I, I'm sure it's not the first club, but, like, the first club to be in the Champions League from the second division. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would, you know, I kind of wish that would be hilarious. I would yeah. love to see that, you know, one day. I mean, as horrible as yeah. that sounds, can you imagine that? Like, a team oh, competing know. in the Champions League and they're in the second division, they got relegated? It's like, what do you, it's like, what do you prioritize? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prioritize getting promoted. <laughs> or the Champions League, which is funny. I know. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it'll crazy. ever happen, though. I think the nah, last definitely time... Not. I think the last time something like this happened, I believe it happened in the Premier League with Portsmouth. I think it was Portsmouth that they won Portsmouth or Wigan. I forget what team it was that they won the FA uh-huh. Cup and then they got relegated that same season. So it was funny. Yeah. And you know how like the FA Cup is played like after the season wraps up, so you're pretty much relegated, yeah. and then you play for a trophy <laughs> and you win it, but you got relegated. <laughs> Yeah, it's, hilarious. it's hilarious. I know. I think that's the last time something like that happened. But it's still not on the scale of, like, European competition, you know? Can you just imagine yeah. that, you know? It's just No, funny. that'd be something, like, literally, like, break the internet. Oh, yeah. I don't think that'll ever happen, honestly, which is crazy. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, definitely not. Um, maybe in FIFA, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, anybody interested, FIFA 24. <laughs> yeah, or EAFC 24. EAFC. Yeah, but yeah, guys. Um, but that's it for today's episode. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. So remember, be sure to give us a rating of five stars. Anywhere they have ratings, give us reviews or comments. Any place that have that. Um, oh, this is exciting. So since I decided to stop being lazy 
and made the <laughs> channel. We have an official YouTube channel now. Cause I figured, let's go. Yeah, instead of me being lazy and uploaded it to my own channel, I was like let's just make our own. So I went through yeah. the trouble of re-uploading every episode, <laughs> um, and I added our um, yeah. table prediction. So if you want to see the tier list moving on video format, or like you just want to see like a certain one, like you don't want to hear the whole podcast, you just want to hear. Like me and Brian's tables, like you can go on there and it's obviously yeah. shorter. We chop we chop them up so it's not as bad. Um, uh, so that's on there. So it'll be in the description. But we are it's the Footy Casuals on YouTube. Um, but yeah, be sure to give us a subscribe. You can leave comments down there. You can flame us in the comments. We already got flamed previously. <laughs> well, I got flamed yeah. previously because I called yeah. Bur- I called Birmingham Rovers and I forget. <laughs> That not every club is named Rovers. It's just a habit. You, yeah. you think the Rover this and Rover that, but that's not the case. So I already got flanked <laughs> for that one. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Thank you guys. Like I said, once again, give us some ratings, all that good stuff. Let us know how we're doing. And we will catch you guys in the next one. See you guys. Appreciate you guys.